Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, hey, hey there, Chunkies. It's Carter here, the guy that you're normally hearing on your Mondays and Tuesdays, but uh, you're going to hear a different voice on this one. You're going to wish you saw the face of this voice, but this was one of our uh, original members. This was David. Uh, David left the podcast because David had a baby and those kind of things happened. But here's the twist. That baby is me. So enjoy this wonderful podcast with Jordan, Doge, and my dad. And uh, I hope it's super. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to Two Chunks and a Hunk. If you want to be the first to know when we drop new episodes, subscribe to us on the iTunes store. Here's the show. Well, my name's Jordan Wonders, and I'm here to say Wonder Woman makes me feel some kind of way. I'm Doge, and this is my rap. Wonder Woman was just a piece of crap. <laughs> piece of crap, yeah, yeah, that's right, and you're gonna get offended all, all day, all night. Oh, <laughs> bleasy. Chris Pine. Chris, Chris, Chris Pine. Chris, 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 Chris Pine. Hello, and welcome to welcome Two Chunks and a Hunk Halloweener Woman Spectacular. Wishing you guys a very spooky Tuesday. It's a spooks day here at Chunktown. So this is our uh, move. Get your chunk okay. lanterns ready. <laughs> chunk or treat. <laughs> it's going to be a spooky show today, guys. It's our movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. I'm Jordan Wonders, and this week, I'm your chunk. And I'm Doge, and I'm your chunker of the house. I'm David, and I'm your funky hunky. <laughs> well, uh, this week, we're going to talk about... Chris Pine! I mean, Wonder Woman! It's going to be amazing. We're very excited. So, uh, Doge, how about you hit us with a summary? Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman begins thusly. Young Diana is a child on an island populated exclusively by women. Sure. She meets the first man she's ever seen and immediately goes to help him save the world. This movie features... A kind of out of touch, kind of goofy good hero wearing red and blue, fighting Germans who are coming up with a secret plan to use science they don't fully understand to win the war. Captain Wonder Woman America. There you go. That's it. (laughs) So we start in this movie like all DC movies right where we left off. (laughs) Yeah. And the biggest question that I think this entire movie and storyline really begs is... Obviously, Perry's not around. Yeah, I'm, I feel as though I enter this movie completely lost, looking for a Perry to light my way. I'm looking for maybe Perry White's great-great-grandparents. Yeah. Maybe something along those lines. Grandparents. And, and yet, they're nowhere to be seen. Yeah. When I yeah. say Perry White, you say solo film Perry White. Solo, solo film. film Perry White. Solo, solo film. film. We have a petition going. You go to chunknation.com. You <laughs> sign up. Chunknation.biz. <laughs> So we start this movie, and uh, Batman 
gives her the original photo that he emailed mm-hmm. in BVS. This is now her yeah. third time to receive this picture. Yeah, we yeah. love this You've got to have it on as many formats as you can. Just like this movie, I would own it on VHS, <laughs> I would own it on DVD, I'd own it on Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray. Hey, you can't it. rate it yet. What are you talking about? Okay, you're right, you're right. <laughs> so, it sounded like the most scripted thing. <laughs> hey, you can't do that. <laughs> hey, you can't. Oh, you're right. We have a show to do. So it's the dialogue from this movie then. Anyway, yeah. continue. So we get the picture and this launches her to say, you know, you know, times were simpler back then. Uh, this back is my when. story. If somebody told you it was a happy little tale, <laughs> somebody, somebody lied. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, the entirety of this movie, minus the front two minutes and the back 30 seconds, are a flashback. Yeah. Which yeah. basically means that it is a DC movie. And none of point. it matters. Yeah. So we go back and we see her on her planet or island. Mm-hmm. I guess island. Island. Yeah. And what is it called again? Themyscira. Themyscira. The Mascara. The Mascara. The mascara. Full of Amazon soldiers, warriors. Yeah, all who, women. Who we mm-hmm. found out were created because Zeus created men. Right. And men became corrupted. So yeah. they created the Amazons. Zeus created the Amazons to bring compassion and love to men's because hearts. Because the Amazons can speak to the hearts of men <laughs> is the line that we're given. Yes. Right. Uh, but then... You know, some, like how they do in this movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like how that was important? Like how they spoke to the hearts of men with the flaming arrows that they shot in the Yeah, how they're totally men. not just like m- murder <laughs> monsters. Yeah. I didn't really get that, but that's very true. <laughs> they they kind of were mermaids there at the beginning. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They came out of the water. They're like, check out this dinkle hopper. <laughs> it's like, what? And Sebastian's like, oh, yeah. I Look at this lasso. Isn't it neat? <laughs> so uh, the, the men somehow, I don't know if it's the men that enslaved them. We know they're enslaved then later, and they break free. Oh, yeah. yeah. The queen leads a revolt. It doesn't really talk about how they get enslaved, but they're... And it doesn't doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. Is the thing. They're enslaved, and they break free. Was it not Ares? No, it was men, I I mean, I think it was through the influence of Ares. Ares influenced men. Okay, that makes sense. And then they break free with uh, Mrs. Underwood and... (laughs) uh, the mom of yeah. Diana. Hippolyta. Mrs. Wonder Woman. Mrs. Senior. Mrs. <laughs> yeah. Wonder Woman. And, uh, <laughs> and Ares fights Zeus, and Ares kills Zeus, but with his final stroke of power, he <laughs> creates... <laughs> he uh, has a baby with Hippolyta. <laughs> yes. He, which we don't know yet. We all, all we know in the story is that he creates this island to protect them from uh, Ares. No, the island them. was already there. He creates the bubble. The around bubble the around island. the island. You're right. To uh, to shield them from right. Ares' sight, which is comes up a lot in this movie. Like Ares is gonna find her. Ares is gonna find her, and we're like, he's playing a really big game of hide and seek for a, a long time. <laughs> he's like, I've yeah. checked the entire Earth except for this one bubble, <laughs> yeah. but and, there's no way she's there. And secondly, he creates the God Killer, which uh, really gets this movie going. Sure, yeah, that's one yeah. way to say it. So we get the whole like. The beginning of it feels like the beginning of like Moana or of Mulan or like mm. the whole thing of like she can't start her training, she can't do what she wants to do because she's a this. Yeah, and we with don't no really, reason given. Yeah, yeah. Can, we, can we talk about that? So why? So we we find out later. This is the this is one of the two big twists. Yeah, which is she's the god killer. Right. Yeah. So our question, rewatching this movie, knowing that is okay. So the mom was lying to her. So did she just point to a sword and say, "Oh, that's it. This is the God Killer." Was she like, "Oh, shoot, I got to come with with like a relic." Dang. Yeah. Or, did they make that whole display for her to just yeah. be like, "Diana can never know." So we're going to spend all of the mascara's monetary resources to make this elaborate sword case. And, well, and one of the biggest holes in the whole story happens at the beginning, which is this is a tribe of warrior women 
whose goal is to like protect the realms of men from evil. And they have the most powerful being that they've ever seen at their disposal. And they're just like, but we can't can't. ever use her. And it's like, but why? Yeah. They never explained. And if they had ever gone into like, because her mom loves her so much and her mom wasn't expecting to care about her so much. And so now that she does, she doesn't want to risk her getting hurt. I could have been like, okay, I get that. But instead they were just like, but don't with she can no reason know. given. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the the big thing for me was I don't think I think this was meant to be this huge giant twist. I don't know about you or the viewers. I didn't for a second think that she wasn't the god killer. Because no. Yeah. 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 They, they allude to it like twelve times in the first ten minutes. Like, when are you going to tell her what she really is? When are sure. you going to tell her the truth? And you're like, that, yeah. like she's the god killer. Well, yeah. that that's something that this movie does a couple of different times. Where usually in a movie the twist is something that the audience doesn't know. And instead, they tried to make it a twist for when she finds out. The dramatic yeah. they went for dramatic irony rather than a true right. twist. Yeah, when the audience knows something yeah. that a character doesn't, that's dramatic irony. Almost always less compelling in this context than an actual twist. Well, I sure, I don't know if it's that or there are certain movies because a, a good, a well written script leaves enough holes for the audience to have to piece things together. Because right. you're not supposed to treat the audience like. They're stupid. Sure. Yeah. I feel like this. This felt like they thought we were stupid, so they were handing us a lot of oh my gosh, a I'm lot of puzzle pieces. Remember, she's the God Killer. Yeah. I'm gonna DCEU flash forward on you guys because this is something I hate about this movie. When she is dancing with X Men Origins Colonel Striker, <laughs> uh, and he gives all this talk about an armistice is an endless war. Like, I watched this for the first time two days ago. At that moment, I was like, oh, obviously he's not Ares. Then obviously the guy who's been pushing for an armistice this whole time yeah. is yeah. Ares. And it's just, it's stuff like that where it's just, I, I feel like DC doesn't respect the viewer enough to be like, yeah. to not like spoon feed them they think stuff. They think we're stupid. Yeah. Which maybe I'm not we are. stupid, I'm smart. Maybe we are because we have watched these four movies <laughs> That's so true. in the Good past point. four weeks. That's so, so true. So uh, we... We see that Diana is being trained in secret from the sister, from right. her, her mother's sister, her aunt. Mm-hmm. The um, first lady yes. of the United States of America. <laughs> Claire Underwood. Yeah. Claire Underwood. And then we basically flash forward and she's like, you're going to train her? Fine. Then train her really, really hard. Right. And she trains her really, really hard. <laughs> and then she realizes that when she puts her arms in an X position things explode oh my goodness yeah. are the bracelets magic or is diana magic that's never addressed because they never give the bracelets to her as though it's like use these because their yeah. power is tremendous yeah but at the same time they're also never like hey do me a favor and just never make this shape yeah. ever because you're gonna accidentally all you guys somebody. listening at home there's a pretty huge sight gag where jordan makes an <laughs> x shape with his arms <laughs> if you've seen wonder woman it's the biggest plot point oh yeah, yeah. In every, in, in every movie she's in so far, she makes the big old the, X. The big old... Which, to be fair, that's like that's Wonder like Woman's thing. thing. No, but for sure. I, at least I'm unfamiliar with the X shape that makes explode. Yeah. Yeah. They, I, they, they made it as if it was like her superpower was this, this dude, body function. In this movie, Wonder Woman's superpower is entirely plot dependent. Yeah. It's very like that true. Final, that final battle yeah. features her doing all kinds of just crazy things that I was not aware were part of her yeah, power like she set. could hold electricity if she could, yeah. she could hold it there and be yeah. like, oh, well, oh, I'm about to use this against yeah. you. I don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves, but since this is just a garbage joke anyway, I'll go ahead and toss it out now and be done with it. Okay. It is actually at the point where Wonder Woman gains new knowledge that <laughs> she does actually discover that she can fly. It's That's true. so true. Like this is the second movie in the DC universe where it's like, I found something new out. Also, 
Also, I can I jump. Can fly. I can jump. So it's not. It's jumping with style. Yeah. Uh, she hovers for a bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, it just this movie plays so fast and loose with Wonder Woman's powers and what she can and can't do. Sure. It, it really is just she does whatever is necessary to keep At that the story moment. moving. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so she gets trained. She does the little X. Everyone freaks out. She goes to uh, <laughs> to go by herself. Not for a before second. we get the line from Hippolyta. What have I done? <laughs> yes. The answer is nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. You watched her do that. You literally sat on your high horse and watched her do this. <laughs> a, a literal elevated horse. <laughs> and uh, she goes to be in solitude because she's like, well, well who am I? What, 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 is, what does this X mean? And, and you can tell she's reflecting on what she is because she looks at her hands, closes them into fists, and opens, opens them, them again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see a plane fall out of the sky. It's Chris Pine. Thank and the Lord. Yes. yes. He yes. comes to save this movie. Amen. I'm going to go ahead and do it right now. Chris Pine <laughs> is my super, super pump. pump. Hey, guess what? Chris Pine is my super oh my gosh. pump. <laughs> no, I'm not doing it. Is, is it not? he your super pump? No. Oh, we were so man. close to a super d It was going to be our first super D-duper pump. It, for me, it's too easy to, to be a super pump just... A whole character because he's easily the best part of the movie, yeah. and it's like you're yeah. just like, all right, I want to be different. You guys. <laughs> we had the same. Let's hang out later. Yeah, we'll just we'll talk about it, David. You got to go home after this, right? <laughs> just turn your just turn slightly. Yeah. There's a yeah. sight gag going on right yeah. now, actually, for those of you listening, where uh, David's not in here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> David left this pod. Welcome to Two Chunks, our movie <laughs> podcast. But yeah, no. Why? Why is he your super pump? Because I think that I really do think that Chris Pine gives the best performance. Of the DCEU thus far. Agreed. Like Chris Pine is so good. He's so like legitimately likable, legitimately mm-hmm. charming in yeah. this movie. Yeah. He's so great. And he's I got those to- baby blues. I, too. And those big old smoochers. <laughs> <laughs> he does he does have some fat smoochers. <laughs> he does. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> David, it always comes back. Hey, David, David, you can come back into the podcast now. <laughs> How are those pecs, my man? But I'm glad we brought this up. This movie. The shirtless scene it, when he's in the jacuzzi that is really fake water, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and he has. Some it looks like blue flubber. <laughs> <laughs> and Dude, he's so bouncy now, though, and he's just so good at basketball. He's re- he's really got some some uh, a good repartee with uh, with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I because totally it's buy all that. him talking. It's true. I I totally it is all that. him. Yeah. She's very just stagnant as a character. Yeah, and. Most most things happen to her mm-hmm. and are happening because of him. He really yes. drives the plot. Yes. But well, and something that I do want to give props for to this movie, this will be just a, a generic pump for me, is they didn't waste their best character in one scene. He was actually throughout the majority of the movie. So this movie actually did have a lot of really bright spots throughout yes. where he or even sometimes without him, but but specifically with Chris Pine, where he as Steve Trevor was able to I think really shine in some scenes that made it uh, actually interesting to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and we, we see him come on the beach and then he's getting chased by the German army right. and the Amazons come prepared to fight and, and you get this beach battle scene. Mm. Now in that, in that battle scene, that was a pump for me. Mm. That was a really cool scene. Seeing the Amazons fight, fight against weapons they hadn't seen before. Yep. I, agree. I thought there were some cool shots and honestly, I'm going to say this and let me finish. <laughs> I liked a lot of the slow motion. However, they obviously it's bizarrely overused it. Yes. Well, the, yeah, yeah. the aerial slow motion is really cool. Well, and I feel like they use slow motion, especially in the beach scene, 
uh, they use slow motion to highlight things that were cool in slow motion. Yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah. Like 300. I agree. But then they just used it in every other fight scene. Yeah. Well, when they're, when when they're doing full necessary. spins off of horses in midair or like when, uh, when Claire Underwood triple shoot somebody with a bow that was dope yeah that was very that was very cool and so slow motion was cool because it was small details that they clearly worked very hard on that made us able to see what was actually going on in the scene and so I actually appreciated the slow motion there it was later when it was like Wonder Woman's running and slides in the slides in slow motion that it's like I didn't I didn't need to see that I feel like slow motion should be to to really zone in on something that we would miss, a yeah. detail we would miss yeah. if it wasn't slow motion. But then they're just like, but it looks so cool though. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to get it every Well, we know who was involved scene. in this project. Yeah, I feel like DC is stuck in that now. Yeah, like they are. I, I don't feel like there was that much slow-mo in Man of Steel. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm just misremembering that movie, but it doesn't seem yeah. like there was a lot of slow-mo. But then they were like, oh no, we're a Snyder-based universe. We have, we to, do, have, slow-mo. We have to do the yeah. one you would, Snyder thing. You would thing. think if he wasn't directing that he wouldn't, have that much influence yeah. on the slow-mo. Slow-mo but. is to Snyder as lens flare is to J.J. Abrams. It's yeah. just like if J.J. Abrams is directing, you are going to see some interesting lens flares. The difference is lens flares distract me so much less than every five seconds the scene slowing to a quarter speed. Well, and it would be like it would be like if every Marvel movie had the like Joss Whedon clippy quippy dialogue yeah like avengers has yeah mm-hmm. avengers and, and age of ultron are both directed by joss whedon and so they've got that that kind of dialogue style that he yeah. he really perfected in buffy where it's just like quip 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 yeah. so quick back and forth yeah and that's not present in the other marvel movies well and i think that's something that the dceu is really struggling with because i mean regardless of how i feel about some of these movies i would never argue that the woman who directed wonder woman or um What's his face from David Suicide Ayer. Squad? David Ayer from Suicide Squad. I would never argue that they are poor directors. Yeah. I think that they are completely capable directors that have been completely boxed in yeah. by a universe that has adopted Zack Snyder's style yeah. and are just completely caged by it. Yeah. Well, and so we we see this battle scene. We're introduced to the Lasso of Truth, which I, I loved that scene where he was getting interrogated, trying to fight it. Yeah. And it was it was painful for him yeah. to fight. They were like, don't resist. It's I marked that down painful. on my notes because that was one thing going into this movie. I was like, I know they're going to introduce the Lasso of Truth mm-hmm. because Wonder Woman is... Which they shouldn't have done BVS. Magically using yeah. a glowing string in BVS that nobody right. except us knew what it was. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the last. I mean, of, I think some people knew well, Wonder Woman. Nobody knew about Wonder Woman except the three of us. That's why we're doing this. We <laughs> have to get the word out about Wonder Woman. I'm theoretically the most qualified here to talk about Wonder Woman. I mean, it's in my name, and I really feel like <laughs> Jordan Woman. Jordan Woman. That's it. Um, uh, <laughs> I did mark that down in my notes, though. I think that the Lasso of Truth was introduced really well. Yeah. yeah. Like, they did a really, really great job yeah. making that a, a good, solid foundation of the yeah. plot. Well, and I, I love when he goes, what is this thing? Yeah. Like, yeah. he clearly is like, this isn't right. This yeah. is weird. While we're on the Lasso of Truth, because I want to come back to it. Because um, why would we? Why would we? <laughs> because, really, it, it becomes less and... It, it's less and less logical as the movie goes on. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't understand why she takes it with her. Yeah, <laughs> and how that's like okay. Yeah, like I get taken the god killer because she needs to kill a god shield because she likes shields, but leave them something. <laughs> you have yeah. to leave. Like, what if what if more Nazis come? They'll be fine. They <laughs> yeah. they're, like, they're like get the get the get the lasso and like. Oh, it's, it's gone. Oh, oh no, Diana took <laughs> it. Your daughter took that. Diana took it. Well, maybe she's using it to interrogate people. Nope, she's just using it the exact same just way Indiana Jones uses his whip. Up. <laughs> While we're on the lasso, just to go ahead and knock it out and be done with it, <laughs> this was almost my super dump for this movie, but it's not because of how funny it is. So I'm going to give 
the first, I think, simultaneous pump dump on the scene in the final fight. Yeah. Where Wonder Woman whips her lasso at Ares' face and it falls short and it just dangles and like scoots around in front of his face. And the lasso is literally just like. <laughs> and I, I rewound it. We watched it together yeah, yeah. and yep. I rewound the scene twice <laughs> and because I was crying laughing. It looks so much like Jar Jar's tongue. It does. From episode one. I wanted somebody to just grab it. Yep. <laughs> so we're taken from this the scene where he's interrogated. We find out about World War One, the world to the war to end all wars, mm-hmm. which drives the plot. Okay, we ha- that's Ares. We found him. He's destroying the world. Let's go get him. We we go from there to meet Doctor Poison and <laughs> Big German. What's his name? Do we do we know his name? His Luden, name Luden, Luden, Ludendorff. Ludendorff. Luden. <laughs> I just call him Striker, Striker. from X Men First <laughs> Class we'll or X Men Origins. Striker. So we, we're introduced to them. She's trying to make a a gas bomb that can break through a gas mask. Yeah. Right. Which later is determined it's the the using is it helium? Hydrogen. <laughs> Hydrogen. <laughs> everybody oh, everybody's just like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not not hydro, not helium. Hydrogen. <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 just fields of soldiers. Help! 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 Oh no! God, a lot of the helium. No, this would be a very, very different and better movie. Yeah, I think that would get my super pump. I, I think would helium love that. Would more, improve any movie more than Chris Pine. Well, they say that it's hydrogen. That the bombs are made with hydrogen yeah, in the right. breaking glass. But they t- when they discover the book, they go, they're using hydrogen. And then one of their people says, that will break the glass and the gas masks. And you're like, how did they know that? <laughs> yeah. And why aren't they doing that then? Yeah. It's like, common knowledge. It was com- yeah, why is it so hard to find <laughs> that solution if it was like, they're using hydrogen? That's going to get through the gas mask. You're like... Wasn't that the big secret that Dude. she was making a bomb that's going to get through the that. gas mask? <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take a pit stop real quick to do a dump. Um, dump it. <laughs> That CGI in the flashback of Captain Kirk stealing oh, the notebook. Yeah, that CG is single-handedly the worst CG I've seen Abysmal. in a movie. Abysmal in this decade. Yep, like, <laughs> it is truly awful. I don't know why DC has this obsession with being like, okay, so there's a pretty big action sequence that lasts about forty-five seconds. Seeing it would not improve this movie in any way. We also can't really afford or have the skill set to make it look good. But we gotta put this bad boy we in. We gotta have it. It's just not a movie without that. If they had just shown him running to the plane and then jumped back, done. Easy. Would have been fine. I'm all right. Would have been fine. Yeah. Let us let us fill in the the gaps of what we think might have. But happened. instead, we get some 1978 Christopher Reeve quality green screen flying, and it is. Just awful. Yeah. Well, it's no worse than Wonder Woman's quarter mile jumps. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Just the CG in general. I I feel like since Man of Steel, there wasn't anything distractingly terrible about the CG in Man of Steel to right. me. BVS, Doomsday looked awful. Yeah. Suicide Squad, most of that movie was CG. Yeah. 
It's getting worse and worse. Yeah, it the is. CG just keeps getting worse, and, and, and I don't know why. I don't understand. And the, tra- the trailer of Justice League looks pretty bad oh, when they're on Apocalypse. It looks like they filmed the whole thing in the same room with a green screen. It, it really does. It really gives me like King Star Wars in the Star Wars prequel, like Hobbit movie vibes. Worse, like, I think. So much CG. I think yeah. that it looks worse. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. So we we see that plan. We, we see Dr. Poison, and then Wonder Woman says we have to go fight. Obviously, this is Ares. Yeah. That's our job. We have to go fight. We're the Amazons. Mom says, you're not an Amazon, <laughs> which is confusing yeah. a little bit. And Diana just goes, huh? you know what? You're right. And then doesn't like, you think that would be a big revelation. Like, yeah. like on the same scale as you're like, a wizard wait, hair. Hold yeah. You're Ooh. not an Amazon, I'm not Diana. An Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's just like, then what am I? <laughs> yeah. She's just like, you're so right. <laughs> I am a Zon. So she goes <laughs> to take Steve and says, we're going to the war. You're going to bring me to where the fighting's the fiercest. She goes, and here's here's one of my big dumps for the movie. Yeah. Clearly, we have to get Wonder Woman there. That's mm-hmm. how we're going to drive the plot. But her mom says, as your queen, I'm ordering you. You cannot go. So she's like, fine, I'm going to go rogue. So they're about to go on the ship, and we see eight horses come, and the queen rolls up, and she literally says, you know, Diana says, I, ha- I have to go. And the queen says, All right. I know. Yep. And you're like, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> Hippolyta went to the Batman school of changing her mind. Yep. Just like, somebody says something that I don't agree with. No, nah, they're probably right. She was just like, you can't go. And then one woman was like, Martha. <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> what did you say their name? <laughs> and then she left. Well, I feel like it was such a lazy day in the light in the writer's room where they're like we have which to get is her so to weird for dc because yeah, they're usually they so right on <laughs> these with movies all of their are usually making. so airtight it's so weird that just a little thing like this would slip down the crack that bothered me so much <laughs> yeah. I, you, you can't go i have to i know all right i know i don't know <laughs> what it is about <laughs> these point, movies <laughs> but it feels like all the writers are like we gotta have conflict but we don't really want the conflict to conflict with anything <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be really great if we could just erase the conflict as soon as we introduce it and everybody's like i've got it pretend it wasn't important. <laughs> and they're yeah. all like, that's actually that's actually pretty good. I know you're joking, but that is a that's serious complaint I have with all of these movies is that they're like on the surface they have things that look like character growth, but then once you actually watch it, it's not motivated by anything. Like the character yeah. growth is all implied and inferred, and it's on us as the audience to go, Oh, this is probably what was happening. And I, feel I don't like- know who you think you are because I wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they think that we have the worst memories as the audience because they're saying things like in BVS when he was like, Man, Superman was just a dream from by a farmer in Kansas. And you're like, No, 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 no. no he hated that. Yeah. Or or in Man of Steel when they tell us sixteen times Zod, he was a general on Krypton. Or in Suicide Squad when Harley's like, we have family. And everybody's like, since 12 minutes ago? Yeah. They had this thing where they just, they, they put in things, put in scenes and lines to be like, we're just going to erase what we said before to get this plot going where we want to get it yeah. now. Well, and that actually brings me to a pretty big dump that I have on this movie. Not my super dump, but a big dump, which is... It feels like this movie, they were like, oh, yeah, there's some stuff we probably should have done in Man of Steel about, you know, Superman being the hope for a better world. And we didn't really actually get to nail it down. So let's just replace that with Wonder Woman's story. Yeah. 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 Because in this, her whole thing was like, you can be the one to save them from themselves. All people aren't ultimately terrible. And it's just like, that's that was literally three movies ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's Superman's thing. Yeah. 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 Um, So we... We see this. We, we see her go to World War One, yep. World War Two, all these things, um, and then we, from there, she sees this boardroom full of uh, all the men, the generals in charge. Well, you skipped over 
a scene that I have a huge problem with. Shopping! <laughs> Here's the thing. Is that the scene you're talking about? Yep. Okay. This is not the only part of the movie with which I have this problem. This is just the beginning. And this is actually my super dump on this movie. Can oh, wow. we back up real quick, though? Yeah. Is it possible? Because We have the technology. Before she goes to World War One and leaves, the queen says... Or sorry, one of the generals, I'm assuming, says, why didn't you tell her what she really is? And the queen says, the more she knows, the quicker Ares will find find her. Good things that by going to the war, she goes right to the boardroom where Ares is giving a speech <laughs> yes. on about an armistice. Well, how is her not her knowledge of her own power is going to make him find her? I power? Because then she'd fly when yeah, she gets true. high she would enough. Learn new stuff and, and he'd be like, fly. "Who's that flying?" She knows. That's one of them. That's one of Obviously, knows something. It makes no sense. Yeah, none yeah, it doesn't whatsoever. Make any sense. Other than we need to find a reason not to tell her and have her yeah. find out herself. Yep. Yeah. It's totally it con- no totally contrived sense. conflict. Yeah. Uh, it makes me so angry. Just little things like that make me yeah. so angry. Yep. Because there's no logic to well, it. Well, and it's little stuff like that where it's like, by including that, you have made this movie worse. Yes. And gained nothing. Yep. If you yeah. had left that out, you would have lost nothing, but the movie would have been better. Yep. So then we go to London. She's on the arm of... Uh, Steve, she's seeing things like a baby, which it kind of you see her innocence, which I, yeah. I actually really like. Uh, I, like I, I do too. Yeah. See her innocence of there's a there's a baby. Why are they holding hands? She's getting introduced to this whole world. Yeah, they, which they do that, have. Are they trying to say that that's where the because they they never name her Wonder Woman in this movie. We've never heard the words Wonder Woman out oh, loud yeah, in the DCEU. That. Yeah. So is that where they're saying the wonder comes from? Of just like, oh, look at her. She's like, no, she's like a newborn baby. So. I hope no. not. At least, yeah. I, yeah I, I didn't think. I didn't think about that. We do also I think have, we're to actually assume genuinely that Lex named her. Because he, he's, put he put the WW. Mm. That's the only possible answer. That's a good call. I hate these movies. I know. <laughs> uh, we, we, we do have a, a funny exchange with them on the boat where she's like, are you not going to sleep with me? He's like, I'll sleep, I'll sleep with you. I'll, sleep, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Whatever. And that's Which, the thing. Chris Pine is so charming. Yeah, in yeah. Back to that. Yeah. He is super charming. He's great. So I love that scene. But then they take her. Uh, they're saying, you're, you're wearing metal. We need to put you in civilian clothing. Which I believe uh, you guys hated in this movie. Yeah, I didn't love that. Scene. I hated it. Yeah. Well, and this scene alone of her shopping is not my super dump, but what it represents and what it turns into for the remainder of the movie actually is my super dump. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on this just because I think I could potentially get a little heated about it, and so I'm just not going to. But I do want to cover real it a on bit. two chunks and a half. Here's the thing: what I wanted from this movie is a movie about a powerful woman who could stand shoulder to shoulder with any man that we've seen in any of these superhero movies and be just as strong and just as intimidating and just as powerful and just as independent as they are. And I think we're only half given that. And I think that I mourn the other half because I think that this shopping scene where she is taken and um, told to dress more like a lady, even though she does reject it, Mm-hmm. ultimately, which I do appreciate. I think it just shows kind of where a lot of this movie comes from, which is this strong woman is still ultimately at the whim of the men around her. And what I really wanted to see was her go it alone and her stand alone and stand toe to toe with this enemy and beat him down and back him down and do everything that we could have seen Superman do, do everything that we could have seen Batman or any of them do on her own just like they would. Yeah. Yeah, imagine if we got a Superman movie where he went in with a SWAT team. 
where Lois Lane guided him through and was like, okay, yeah. you got to do this. Okay, now you got to do this. Makes his okay. decisions That's for it. We would yeah. never see that. Yeah. Because Superman would stand and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to come. He would accept advice because he's humble. But, well, <laughs> you know. Not this Superman, sure. but the, the theoretical Superman. But I guess what I'm saying is that my, my super pump for this movie is that I feel like I wanted super dump. to see. Or sorry, my super dump for yeah, this movie. Let's say, is don't that, you no, transgress no, 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 no. on Captain Kirk? No, 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 no. My super dump for this movie, I think, is that I wanted to see a Wonder Woman that was just absolutely insane, and that I would go, she's she's scary, like she's something to go up against, mm-hmm. and she can stand with the Justice League. That is. My super dump for this movie is the fact that Wonder Woman's actions are defined and controlled by the men in this yes. movie. 100%. We have the exact same super pump and the same super That's dump. That's insane. David, you got to leave the podcast. <laughs> we again, genuinely man. did not talk about this we did beforehand. Not, uh, we're just finding... Guys, if you're watching now, you're witnessing <laughs> history. We have never known this about each other before. Dude, I'm... Starting to float a little bit. Look all this knowledge <laughs> we're, in me. We're floating Look all this knowledge in me now. <laughs> But but really, ev- everything That's that she really does good. is dictated by Chris Pine. Yeah, it's dictated by the men that are around her. I mean, he's even the one that teaches her, like, like Diana, wake up. Maybe maybe people aren't good. And then at the end, he's like, actually, people are good. Go ahead and and, and save everybody. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, what I wanted is to see Wonder Woman go. I know they're not good. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they deserve to die. Yes. Well, this this movie. They should learn something from Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman shouldn't learn something from Completely. them. Completely. Well, I think, well, and I she think can little, learn from them. Yeah, yeah, she can learn from them about about humanity and yeah, all right. kind of things. But but for the but most part, she should be the one to inspire them. She should be driving the plot. What yes. this really should have been is a David Goliath situation where there there is something that they're afraid to face, and she steps out and says, "If you won't do it, I will." Which there are scenes. That, I mean, that's what are, that's what the the scene is. I, we've said it with every DC movie. There are twinkles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of such a wonderful movie yes. hidden deep inside this movie, but I feel like they missed it and 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 kind of completely went around that for um, cool shots of her looking really pretty spinning in the air or um, for uh, really cool slow mo shots. And I, I think that's why we get so frustrated with these movies is because there is there in every movie there is the chance for some serious like meaty chewable substance. Yeah, and every single time they choose style. And over substance. DC, we're not mad. Just we're just disappointed. disappointed. <laughs> Except I'm all I am I'm also mad. Also ain't frustrated. So I lied. <laughs> well, and I, I think that that portion of what you're talking about, because there are two kinds of characters you can have as main characters. A character that is making their own decisions mm. and driving the plot, or a character where things are happening to them. Yeah. Yeah. The entire movie. Yeah. And that's not fun to watch or interesting to watch because we don't see them have to make tough decisions. Yeah. Yeah. We see her slightly making those decisions where she kind of says, which I love, the guys will say we need to do this and she's gone. Yeah. Doing her own yeah. thing. And that's great. And and my my super pump for this movie, I love Chris Pine and you you're with me on that. Just obviously not as much as us, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> not as much as you guys. <laughs> hey guys, uh, subscribe to our Pinecast, please. <laughs> Um, but the scene in the uh, the trench mm. where she yeah. does that, yeah, yeah. Where they say when we, we can't save everybody, she she says we have to help these people. I think they do a great job of seeing the, how gruesome war is, yeah, yeah, and how it affects somebody who's not completely just desensitized, desensitized to, it. Yeah. to it, exactly. And she says, "Then I'm going to do it." Yeah, and she strips off the coat, 
and you see her in her Wonder Woman outfit, which, which is looks incredible. awesome, by the way. Yeah, it yeah. looks yeah. so good. It de- it never like every DC costume we've been given. It never explains it. Never tells us why it's blue, red, <laughs> why and was white. It there, yeah, it's just, it's just there. So we kind of have fits to, <laughs> perfectly. At this every point, time. we just we see a costume. We're like, yep, sure, yeah. Let's move on because they're not going to explain it. Nope. Gosh, but she comes and she faces this huge just chasm and something that the David and Goliath that you're talking about. Yeah. And I love that scene. I love how it's shot. I love when she's standing there getting shot by the, the Gatling gun. Yeah. I, I think that they probably would have seen the people on the right and left a little bit. No, they're singularly focused. But I, lo- yeah. I love the shot of that scene. Yeah. I love the story arc of that scene. How cool she was. I love how cool she was. I love how powerful she was. So yes. that's my super pump for the yeah. I, that's a good, I I'll pump on that. That's good. That is a good pump. And that scene is a pump of mine. But the fact that that is the only time she does anything with these group of guys is a dump for me. I think yeah. the movie could have benefited from showing Wonder Woman. Like, it took her, like, let's say it took her six months to find Ares. And she's the whole time fighting alongside these guys and realizing through them, like, you know what? They're messed up. They're human. They're fallible. But they're good. Like, yeah. they can be good. Well, if she had come in and and come into the, the land of men and instead of being awestruck by them, already come in with this bias of you're evil, you're terrible. Yeah. I've the, heard the stories about you. I've heard yeah, the stories yeah. and I don't want anything to do with you, but but you're the ones that are going to help take me there. So I'm going to go with you. And then through that, lost her bias and realized like, Some you know, you guys are actually good. Yeah. And like, and then lose some men, man, that would have been, it would have been wa- powerful. And watching her instead of, being good, saved or being redeemed, watching her lose a man and just lose her mind. Yeah. yeah. It would have been so powerful and we would have been able to say like, she has grown. It would have made me puke less at the end of the movie when she says love is the only thing that can save the world, oh which my gosh. by itself, that line, like I feel like that would have been written in like a 12 year old girl's My Little Pony diary. I agree. But I think that line makes so much more sense if, if she spends all this time with these guys, uh, like f- trying to find Aries and along the way she realizes like the only thing they've got going for them is that they love each other and they love the people that they're fighting for. Yeah. And that is what is going to save the world. And that's, what's going to end war. Well, and that's what, that's what humanity is. That's yeah. all, that's all, you know, that's all there is yeah. in that sense is like, like you, you have to look out for each other because we're all squishy people that just like can explode if we hit the ground too hard or whatever, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's a hero. Yeah. That's somebody for us to look up to. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so we, I don't know how how deep you want to get into the storyline, but she continues to go closer and closer to uh, Stryker. Yeah. Lindendorf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she does it again, which is good that the guys say, you can't, you can't go in here. You can't, you stay here. And then you realize she's gone. She does. Yeah. She takes that girl's great. dress, which I thought was a funny scene. Yeah. What and happened to that girl afterwards? <laughs> she got, <laughs> dude, it's DC, so she probably was decapitated. Yeah. That's what and the DC stands for. Dead in the woods. De- decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> decapitated Comics presents. Why do they call it DC Comics? Detective Comics. That was the first time. I know, but it's de- that detective, means we're saying Detective Comics Comics. Detective Comics Comics. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Anyway. Yep. So she wears this dress, and there's a couple couple weird things about this scene. Yeah. One, she's walking with the dress and the sword's behind her. <laughs> no and the sword is very it. visible. She's, she's also wearing her armor under the dress. Which we find out after. Yeah. And we're how, like, why do we not see this armor? How does the sword stay there? Because it doesn't look like it's strapped on. And I think she's holding it between her butt cheeks. <laughs> 
I have no idea how that sword is still there. And regardless of that, even if she's not like just Clinch, eternally clenching, it's it's like it's a long sword. Yeah, like, so it's got to be uncom- like there's no way she can sit down. Yeah. Oh well, and this scene I got so sweaty laughing at that. She's walking towards <laughs> Lindendorf, and you get into this moment because she's going there to kill him. Because yeah. she's like, he's Ares. That's, yeah, yeah. that's the big revelation. Yeah. She, he's Ares. So they're walking towards each other. And out of nowhere, he grabs her and start dance, starts dancing with her. Which, why? Yeah. That makes no, so Other than strange. they're both main because characters, that he makes has no to get, sense. He has to get close enough to monologue about armistice. Can we also talk about Stryker's accent? <laughs> because his German accent, he's basically just like, yes, I am... Striker and the villain it's, it's of all, this movie. It's all down here. But only when he's dancing with Wonder Woman. The rest That's of the movie, so it's not. That's the so rest true. of the movie, he talks normal. And then all of a sudden, he's dancing with Wonder Woman. He's like, you know, the, the armistice <laughs> will be is an endless war. And it's just like, what? And then freaking Chris Pine, who is not supposed to be German, his German accent is perfect. On point. Yeah, he's literally the whole time, he's just like, Hello, I'm from the gym, special <laughs> I forces. Like, I don't think wrong. he talks like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he's got a great German accent. Yeah. And why, Can we stop roasting on my accent, please? <laughs> and yeah. why when he was saying, like, the armistice, why was he not like, why are you wearing armor? <laughs> wait, wait, because wait. Why was he not like, armor? Oh, by the way, who are you? Why was he like, I'm going to talk about an armistice, and I'm not Aries. I'm just going to randomly reference classical Greek philosophy. <laughs> yeah. Was he trying to... I mean... You know nothing of the guts. It's yeah. because every scene in this movie is written for us, the audience, and not for the story. Exactly. That's a great That goes point. Back, to my, back to my dump on Batman versus Superman. It does not feel like these characters, with the exception of Chris Pine, because he can't do anything wrong. <laughs> That's so true. It does not feel like these characters exist when a camera is not pointed at yep. them. Yeah. Completely. Oh, while we're on Striker... Can we please talk about the bunker scene with him? Oh my gosh. You hit us, please. The bunker the, scene? Uh, oh, yeah. the, the gas grenade. So first oh, of all, yeah. the gas that he inhales to make him strong is among the worst visual effects I've oh, ever my seen gosh. in a it movie. Just <laughs> just, <laughs> and it, it just makes him... It looks like it looks like the memes. It looks like the memes where it's like the guy's face in the middle and everything is blurred out around it. It just looks like that meme. He just animated. gets real well, shiny. And, and to have so much trust in her, she's like, "I developed something for you." He's like, "Really?" <laughs> no, like, she, she doesn't like, give him an option. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's just like, "I developed something for you. Come here, <laughs> gotcha." And, and he's, he's like, like, "Oh yeah." He's like, and yeah. Then he crushes his revolver. He breaks his gun because yeah. he doesn't need guns. I guess so. But the the worst thing. That happens in this movie is the bunker scene. <laughs> whenever they roll the roll the new grenade in there, and he throws <laughs> yeah, a gas he throws a gas mask in, and they close the door. And Professor Poison goes, "The gas mask won't help them." And he goes, "They don't know that." And they both go, nah! <laughs> "Oh, it's so it, bad! It's so terrible! It legitimately worst. looks like a Batman '66, like old school Adam West Batman villains would be like." No, the gas mask doesn't help. <laughs> is that your super dump? No, no my we super, super dump together. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, because we're, super dump. We're this. We have to. Have, <laughs> no, we're super dump queens. <laughs> Pulling him off his chair. <laughs> so we striker gives us his plan. She wants to kill Ares, and Chris Pine stops her. Mm. What's it, Steve? Steve stops yeah. her from killing Ares. Which not really sure how he can do that because she's like super strong. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, well, and, it's because. 
he has the thickest plot armor. Or not plot armor, obviously. The but thickest like, lips. <laughs> he's got those luscious, luscious smackaroonies. <laughs> but he creates a really, a really great point of contention between her and Steve yeah. because she's like, I was going to kill Ares. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and what if there is no Ares? Yeah. And almost my super pump. I almost wish I could take back my super pump because I love the scene where they're on the watchtower in the, the final... The final, yeah. the final countdown. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, I wish I could tell you that it was all just because of one bad guy, but maybe maybe we're just bad. Yeah. Maybe becomes, humans are just bad. That so becomes, good. That becomes perfect. so much more powerful if, and we'll kind of skip ahead of the climax, that becomes so much more powerful if Stryker is actually Ares. Yeah. When she kills him, if she is to find out there is no Ares. Yeah. Or that was Ares. She kills him and the war just continues. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, they should be, when she, and she does say that. She says, they should be done. And, I'm I'm with you and I and I hate to just take that and run with it, but it is so frustrating. Yeah. And I'm yeah. I'm completely with you. Because that should be the plot. The plot should be it's not one bad guy who's influencing all of these people, just some people are bad. Because yeah. that means that her work is never done. And that means that she now has the choice. Do I abandon them to their own devices or do I continue trying to save people knowing that I might not ever fully succeed? Because there's some good in them. Because yes, there's because some I've good in them. And they have this wonderful moment that is so cool and so powerful and if left alone would have actually, I think, redeemed a lot of this movie. Yeah. And then it all just gets completely erased because they were wrong about who Ares it was. It turns into a 25 minute long video game cutscene in which she fights Professor Lupin. <laughs> In an armor made of lava, and I, and I do want to spend a couple minutes on Ares, but let's let's finish up with Stryker real quick, okay. because there is it's not just the gas that makes him strong that I have a problem with. There is no reason for him to be super strong in any form except so that we as the audience get to watch Wonder Woman punch him later and he doesn't explode, and that we think he's Ares, right? Kind of, and 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 I'm with you, but. We would know that Ares doesn't need a special yeah, gas to make him that's strong. So true. That's true. There's point. no, there's no reason for it. That's a good point. It, the whole reason was because somebody said Wonder Woman should punch him without his face caving in. Yeah, we have to have a fight scene, and he has to have some sort of upper hand. Yep. And so we, we she, she kills Striker with the sword, and has that scene, which should have been, why are they still like Ares is gone, guys? Like you're yeah. free, but they're not gone. Yeah. And that should have been the climax of this Ares movie. And it should have been a raging battlefield and not just like we're preparing a bomb. But then we see, uh, what is his name? Lupin. And I know it's Ares, but uh, I don't remember who Let's we... just call him Lupin. So, the character, I don't know anybody's name we're except gonna for call Diana, him Steve, and Edda. The Stash. Yeah. Mr. Mustache. Well, here's the first thing. When we're introduced to him early on, he says, uh, they, they, Chris Pine, Steve says, we're going to go anyway. Yep. I know that the generals are saying no, but Diana, we're going to go anyway. And then we meet Lupin, Mr. Mustache, who says, I will completely fund your mission because I believe in you. Why? If he's Ares, why is he funding their rogue mission to stop him? I it Again, it comes back to because we as the audience need to be confused. It's because we don't know he's Ares. Yep. That yeah. is the only, there is no story-driven reason you why he would do you that. You can't watch this movie twice Otherwise, it completely crumbles. I think that's why the the IMDb score has gone down so much. Like because people be at, finally saw it. it used to be at like a nine point seven, and now I think we checked this morning. It's like what seven? It's seven point two. Yeah, and I think people were just like, "Yeah, this movie's so great," and then bought it when it came out, and we're just like, "Wait a second, why is wait if he's Aries? Wait, why, why none of she, this holds why up? Why is he funding this? Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually scrolled through a bunch of the recent uh, reviews, like the uh, at most recent on IMDb. There were a lot of like fours. 
Yeah. I think that's what I rated it on IMDb. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Well, so then he he has this dialogue with her saying, I'm I'm Aries. Mm. And then he he gives my super dump, which is he's talking to Diana and she goes to stab him right away, which you think would be more of a climax because she's using what she thinks is the God killer. But she stabs him with the God killer and he completely destroys it with his hand. Yep. And he says, oh, you thought that was the God killer? No, you're the God killer. Then he monologues for three minutes. Why would Ares tell her, he tell her that? that she's the only person that can kill him? <laughs> He's literally just like, you're the only living being that can destroy me. But please, but, but hey, but... But don't. But what if we were on the same team? But don't. If this yeah. was a villain, which he's supposed to be, he would destroy the God Killer and say, "Ha! That was the God Killer. And then that murder. was the God Killer. Yeah. I'm stronger than the God Killer. And you're you're going to either join me or I'm going to kill you." It's because this movie exists. The lines, the things the characters say, exist for us. Yep. That that made me so mad because that Gosh. that is not a villain. He wouldn't tell her. No. Oh, the one key to stopping me. You. It's you. Well, let's be clear. The first thing he would actually do if he was a real villain, shave that stash off. Yeah. <laughs> he would get true. rid of the stash right now. Well, and he shows her this vision of what, what Earth could be if the, if the humans were gone. And he also, it shows I was the only God. I'm the God of truth. And no one else saw what I saw. And right. so they basically cast me out. And then it shows him. So this was thousands of years ago. Yep. in. In the logic of this world they're setting up, yep. thousands of years ago when Zeus cast him down and it shows him and he looks up and he still has a mustache. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So it, <laughs> it's it, the it, same. It, it communicates to us. No, no. He doesn't have a mustache because he's blending in the 1920. He has a mustache because that's how Ares rolls. It's permanent. <laughs> he just got so lucky that they were in style at the particular point in which he was a part of the British oh, Parliament. Oh my goodness. I hated it. Oh my gosh. And then when he magics his suit of armor upon to himself so that he can become the giant metal thing that Thor fights in the first Thor. Which totally looks nothing at all like Tony Stark summoning his Iron Man armor. Oh yeah, definitely not. Totally which, not the which, same thing. Does his power, like, is he Magneto? Because he was controlling metal all over the yeah, place. And it apparently. seemed like it was only metal. He well, and Diana metal have the is same war. power. <laughs> he controls war <laughs> and metal a, is war. That's a good point. So Metal is war would be the greatest slogan on like a metal band t-shirt. That'd actually be very good. Goodness gracious. But the two things that I have a problem with the armor besides all of it is <laughs> he created the armor, right? Yes. We're in agreement with that? Yeah. Then why did he have to suddenly create eye and mouth holes manually? Yeah. He... he Creates the armor. He made it himself. He's like, ooh, I made a mistake. And then he's like, ooh, wait, I do need to see. <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and I'm going to take, just pop. Okay, now I can see. Honestly, and also, I'm going to leave that hang on. stash. <laughs> I know, I know. Here's what you do. You stretch it out, run your fingers across your eyes, open it there, run your fingers across your mouth. You don't have to have room for your mustache to breathe. Except for that he does. <laughs> I honestly, I thought that was a cool scene. The first time I saw it, I was like, ooh, that was dope. And I watched it the second time and I was like... Exactly. Why did that happen? What, Why did, did, did he, he do that? Did he not make the mask right the first time? He was like, uh, edit. <laughs> He's like, well, all the other times I've just, i kind of been wearing it for fun. And I haven't really fought in it yet. And I, I, it occurred to me like, vision while fighting is important. And we've talked about this in other DC movies. When the climax fight scene is between two people with super strength, it's yep. just not fun to watch. No, no. Unless like there's a, something else at stake. Exactly. Which theoretically there is but there isn't yeah and it just it it's so it has to be so cgi it's not fun to watch in slow motion which i think they think it is they're mm, like no i know this isn't very fun but what if we give it to you 
in super slow motion. Well, and this is the fourth movie. Again, coming back to it's not fun to watch. This is the fourth movie in a row that DC has given us where the stakes are the world ends if this doesn't work. Yeah. And then on add on top of that that it's a flashback movie that we know Wonder Woman suffers no consequences from. That's true. And all of a sudden we're watching a fight scene when we're like, literally anything could happen and we would still know it's going to okay, be fine. Speaking of this being a flashback, Wonder Woman says in Batman vs. Superman, I've killed things from other worlds before. And we now know she is only referring to Ares. Unless there's like a hundred years of stuff in between that we don't get caught up on. But also, why would nobody know? I don't know. Yeah. I, I think yeah. I, I disagree with you in the sense of, I don't think that the climax was the world was going to end. It's that the war would continue. So I'm actually more on board with that than the world engine, the blue beam in the sky, where it's like, hey, if we don't do this, we're gonna the world's gonna explode. This one was at least the war would continue, Except which I can I can buy. We into do more. know. I mean, we do know in our world, world and war, in, world and war in one obviously ended, and we do know from Batman versus Superman and Man of Steel that the Great War is not still going on. Yeah, yeah. and there's a couple problems with that, but I want to. Uh, kind of go towards the end of the scene before the final fight scene, which is where Steve has to explode this plane that has all the gas in it <laughs> yeah. and fly up and sacrifice himself, which I, I love the self-sacrificial you know, point that he has. Yeah. But he comes and he... It's right after... I don't know what happens to Wonder Woman, but it's something a bomb. happens. A bomb I think it's explodes, a bomb. Yeah. And she has that... Yep. And he's telling her... Uh, I have to go, you know, and she, all you hear is the, and she's like, yep. what, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> and he says, I love, he mouths, I love you, which is all I caught when I saw it the yeah. first time he goes away. She keeps fighting. But then in the climax of the <laughs> fight scene, she goes back to that and remembers and she can what remember he everything said. he says. And she's got to be standing still for what? A minute and a half. Just like, holding a tank. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Does memory work like that? By the way, <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't hear him the first time, but now that I think about it. That's I what he actually, said, actually. You know what he I said, caught though. every word of that. That's what he said, actually. Yeah. And the movie yeah. might as well have been like, and what he whispered to her was, go ahead and throw that tank and then uh, <laughs> become a superhero. Well, and, and I thank you for bringing up that scene because that was a huge dump of mine, which is she starts, one, having super speed. Mm. A few times in this movie, randomly, she has super She's speed. just the flash out of but nowhere. She, she becomes the flash and she starts killing all these Nazis. Mm. And then Dr. Poison comes, she lifts up the tank, and Ares is like, yes, do it. Do it. You know she deserves it. And you have that moment where, as the audience, you're like, I know she's not going to do it because this is the humanity moment, and there's like a soft violin in the background, so she's getting her humanity. But here's why that doesn't make sense. You just killed 40 Nazis. For real. And this one is way worse than them. And all of a sudden, you're just like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to let you influence me. You're like, then what were all those kills for earlier? And in her logic, they're only influenced by... Aries. Yeah. So she's killing those who are obviously influenced by Aries, but then when it comes to Dr. Poison, who's like, like a clearly evil person. Clearly evil, she's like, no, I won't be like you. And you're like, that's a really late time to make <laughs> that revelation. It's <laughs> a weird did... time to be like, like again, it feels like the characters in these DC movies are going to be like, oh wait, are they all dead too? Yeah. <laughs> we just watched this. Yep. Like maybe 40 minutes ago, we finished this movie. How does this fight scene end? I honestly don't remember how... She explodes him with her X-arms. Oh. Yeah. Because she absorbs the power of lightning, which he apparently has. Yeah. Absorbs it, blows it up back at him, and like shoots a beam through his chest, which she can do for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Once again, an example of these DC movies where the powers are scene-specific. Yeah. And based on knowledge. Yeah. Yep. She's just like, wait, I can hold electricity. Maybe I can give it back now. (laughs) And similar to the kryptonite, 
there is a scene where Steve Trevor doesn't get killed by the gas because he <laughs> simply because he tries really hard not to die. Jeez. There is also this scene where she can suddenly shoot a beam from her arms of electricity back because she just really would like to do that at that <laughs> moment. Really like to do it right That's now. just what she really feels like is necessary in that time. And she defeats Ares and then another another dump. And I actually do like this movie, so I know we're dumping a lot. I'm, I'm going to talk about some more things that I like here at the end. But she kills Ares and then all of the German soldiers kind of like wake up from their influence and they're like, hey, like we're good now. Yeah. Which defeats the purpose of the whole movie. Yep. Which yeah. doesn't explain World War Two. <clears throat> yep. But they set up this movie to have a great plot, which is it's not Ares. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are just bad, and even he says that. Yep. He says yeah. all I have to do is just whisper, and, and they're they're the evil ones. Yep. They'll do it. I'm just giving them some some solutions, and they're doing evil. And then she kills him, and the Nazis are like, "We're not evil anymore. We've done these horrible things." <laughs> that that goes against the whole movie. Yep. Also, they're they're not Nazis because it's World War One, but it's I'm true. with you. The Germans, mm-hmm. sorry, yeah. we're all right. <laughs> May, I guess we'll probably get downvoted by Nazis, but <laughs> what okay. else is new? So, uh, so that that's kind of that's kind of the climax um, before she th- it then goes back to current time, and she gives the line, uh, "It's the power of love." <laughs> <laughs> Well, she she looks at the picture again because, of course, she looks at the picture again. <laughs> yeah. She uh, is she in that Batman. moment. She emails Batman. Yeah. She, sorry. She gmails Batman. Yeah. And then, <laughs> of course, <laughs> she is holding Steve Trevor's watch at that exact moment. Yeah. She never. She, she, never she goes knew the email was going to come through. And Batman also just once again says, "I hope to learn more about you someday, man." Because Batman is clueless. <laughs> he never Batman, knows anything. Batman is so thirsty. Yeah, Batman's just he's like, thirsty for knowledge. He's getting tips from Amanda Waller. For babes and knowledge. That's <laughs> like, all one, he cares. Wonder about. Woman, please date me. Tell me all about yourself. That email literally might as well have been like, "You like coffee?" <laughs> well, and and one of the weirdest parts to end this movie, which again makes no sense in the logic of the universe they set up, is she walks out with her Wonder Woman gear, <laughs> and I think London. Yeah, and she's like, now it's time to be a superhero. It's gotta be, it's gotta be Paris. She was at yeah, the Louvre. Yeah, yeah, it's Paris. Paris. It's Paris. You're right. And I don't. Even, I mean, yeah, she does this crazy jump. To what? She's gonna go punch that boat. <laughs> it's just the it's just the Wonder Woman version of every Spider Man movie's like final swing. It's true. Except it makes sense for him to swing. It makes sense for Spider Man. Yeah. It doesn't make sense for Wonder Woman to jump up, fist cocked <laughs> at a boat. At nothing. Is she gonna fly? Because it looks like she's it looks like she's about to it fly. looks like she's about to fly. But she learned a lot. She did learn that Batman had her picture and now doesn't anymore. She so. learned a in, lot in BVS, mm-hmm. which I which is a little bit behind the the chronological moment of this scene. Yeah, yeah. sure. She was hiding herself. Yeah, and it seemed like she didn't want to be Wonder Woman, but now she's just gonna go jump for some reason. Her. After she thought about her past, she was like, yeah. "I need to do this." Like full time. Well, did she did she take that long to think about her past, or did she get the picture and go, huh? Put it down, and the movie the occurred, and, and then huh? go, and then go. Thanks for sending him back to me. Yeah, like she literally. The moment was, hmm, thanks, and now she's Wonder Woman again. But she, and so she becomes Wonder Woman now, and she's fighting bad guys. But yet Amanda Waller can't get in touch with her, or Flash, or Batman, or anybody. And bad guys still exist despite Ares being dead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, this. Well, and he, and here's here's 
what I'll say, kind of wrapping up the movie, I actually do like this movie. I think it's a good movie. I think there are so many good moments in this yeah. movie. I think it's the best DC movie that we've gotten so far. That's my opinion. And I think the problem is this movie has a 92 on Rotten Tomatoes. It does not wow. deserve a 92 on no Rotten way. Tomatoes. And people love it. And I get why people love it. I think she's perfect as Wonder Woman. She, she, yeah, she absolutely is. A, absolutely. She, it's, ve- it's very empowering. I think there's some underlying concepts that are actually speak against that. Yeah. But I think it's a, overall, it's an empowering movie. It's the first <laughs> female lead superhero we've gotten. And so I think all of those things cause it to be a really good movie first watch. Mm-hmm. But I think the problem is people I've talked to, they always say, well, it, but it was, it was so much better than Batman vs Superman. Yeah. They're grading it on a curve. And you can't do that. Yeah. You can't be yeah. like, well it's, well, it's way better than Stuart Little, though. You're like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Most movies so are. Yeah. Absolutely. You can't, you have He's to like, judge this you movie. Stuart Little lover? <laughs> you? Yeah. I know you. Hey, love to that all movie. our little heads out there. <laughs> it makes, Stuart heads. It makes no Stuart sense. Stuart Nash. <laughs> you have to judge the movie based on the movie by itself. Completely. Not how crappy yeah. the other movies are yep. and grade it on a curve, which is, I think, what people did forever. I think so, too. 92%? No, guys. Well, I think this movie. It's a good movie, though. Yeah. Well, and let me let me make this prediction. So Captain Marvel comes out next year, I think. Yeah. Does it? Yeah, it does. I predict that Captain Marvel will be everything that Wonder Woman as a movie tried to be and more and will be panned for copying. Yeah. Yeah, it could very well happen. Yeah. But Mar- but Marvel's going to Oh, they're going to kill they're it. They're going to kill it. And, and, and they're, because we know that Marvel takes female characters seriously. Yeah. Not Black that DC Widow, doesn't. Black Widow's a great character. And I'm so sad that Joss Whedon is doing, well, it's like, oh, I'm so conflicted because Joss Whedon's doing a Batwoman or Batgirl movie. Yeah. yeah. Which you know he's going to destroy. That's going to be so well, good. He, he does Buffy. He's got, he's got, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. He loves he's gonna a re- powerful girl character. He loves it. Who he, can he, he wanted Wasp beat down. to yeah. be in Avengers. I know. Yep. And lead the Avengers. And Which would have been want that. That would have been dope. But that would have been cool. That would have been a little DC-ish of just like would've. here's this character you don't know about. And I'm really sad because he's gonna create this super redeeming movie in a universe that doesn't deserve Joss yeah. Whedon. Dude, he's already I mean, he may do something good for Justice League. But yeah. he's only editing. He's only editing. Oh, he did some reshoots. No, he, he, he directed some reshoots. Some reshoots. Uh, yeah. There's, well, there's always glimmers of hope in these movies, though. Sure. But and my planet it's an S. What I'm what I'm uh, a glimmer of Martha. But <laughs> Why did you say the name? What I'm getting at here is um, I have high hopes for a strong female-led superhero movie um, about a woman who really, really can put the beat down and can be something to look up to yeah. and to look to for help and for hope and inspiration. Um, and then I you think should watch Sicario. I th- seriously. And, and, and I think, Are you saying Wonder Woman's not that? Um, I, I think that she could be, and I think if you watch this movie – as a surface level watch, then I think it is. But I think if you dig too deep, it really falls apart. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think on the surface for a first watch, which I think we've talked about, the first watch is really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it is very empowering, and it is a movie that girls can look up and say, like, she's leading this movie. Yeah, yeah. I think when when you dive deep, you realize she's not not as much as we'd like for her to. Yeah, right. I think that's a really good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. awesome. So well, uh, let's rate. Yeah, let's go ahead and rate it. So. Uh, here at Two Chunks and a Hunk, we have come up with a rating process. It's the, our scientific cinema scale. There you go. Foolproof. And uh, we're going to run you through it real quick before we rate this. So the best thing we can possibly say is 
own it, don't lend it, buy Buy that that poster. poster. Right underneath that, it's going to be buy the special edition. Mm. Underneath that, we're going to say rent it. Rent. Toss a couple of coins out. Don't really, you know, spend everything. Right underneath that, it's going to be stream it. Don't pay for it. But if it's already included, go for it. Mm -hmm. Right underneath that, forget it. You're better off if you just pretend this movie didn't exist. And then the very last and the very worst thing we can say about a movie is Suicide Suicide Squad. Squad. (laughs) God hath forsaken what are we some? What are we? Some kind of God hath forsaken <laughs> us? But uh, all right, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and rate this movie, David. Yeah, you start us off. Um, I'm struggling because I think this is the best DC movie that we've been hey, given. We're here for you, man. I I, do, <laughs> I, you, I, I believe that. Um, I wouldn't buy the special edition. Okay. So I, so that leaves me at rent it. Okay. But mm-hmm. I think it's a it's a a quicker buy or a quicker rent than Man of Steel was. Yes. Okay. But it's it's a total rental if I'm sitting with my family and my friends and they're like we've never seen Wonder Woman I say really let's let's watch it and I rent yeah. it for 3.99 on Apple. Yep. So I think it's a rent a rental. I think it's a really good movie. I think it's uh, the best movie we've been given in DC. I think it sets up a lot of good characters. Um I don't think it deserves the 92 on no. Rotten Tomatoes, uh but I, I I think it's a strong rental. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I would say this movie is I would say it is as good as like maybe Thor 1 or The Incredible Hulk, kind of those those phase one Marvel movies. It yeah. feels like a superhero movie that would have come out pre-Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't really feel like a modern superhero movie, but I would still say rent it. Yeah. Um, I liked it. It Definitely, I think it's a fairly uncontroversial opinion that it is the best DCEU movie thus far. Um, so rent it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Um, I'm, I'm going to agree for the most part. Um, I think that in in my opinion it's the second best. I still think that Man of Steel is um, just a little bit better than this movie. Um, there are just enough things in Wonder Woman that really frustrate me because I see what I think could have been done better um, and things that I, I wish had been covered a little more clearly. Um, so there are some things holding me back from honestly really liking this movie. Um, and so because of that I, I don't. Um, I do see the glimmers of hope, um, but it, it just really falls short for me. I know it's an ass, <laughs> but, uh, uh, for me, I'm, I'm going to say stream it. Um, I don't think it's worth forgetting. Um, I think that there is enough in it to warrant a watch, but I, I, I wouldn't pay for it. And if somebody said, uh, <laughs> let's watch this movie and, uh, I couldn't find it for free. I'd probably say, let's watch a different movie instead, <laughs> but, but I'm going to say stream it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, we've already we've already kind of wrapped up our discussion of this movie, so yeah. I think it'd be good to take this time to talk about what we're going to do in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. So in in three weeks from Halloween, we're going to be putting out our Justice League episode, uh, and in the meantime, we've got those kind of two spots to fill. So we're going to look at the other two recent DC movies that are not part of this universe or the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight universe. Yep. Uh, so we're going to be reviewing Superman Returns. Mm-hmm. We're going to be reviewing Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about both of those. Yeah, and so if you want to watch along with us, I know you can rent both of those online um, and email us at twochunksandahunk at gmail.com. Yep. Your super pump and your super dump for those movies if mm-hmm. you're watching along with us. And also we want to give a shout out to Colton Kingston for being the hashtag official chunky. Official chunky. Official chunky. Share these videos and podcasts on social media. Hashtag official chunky. We've got a couple more shout outs. Yeah, we actually have two more shout outs. You take it. Uh, So, another person that I want to uh, say thank you to for shouting us out is actually Doja's wife, Jess. So, Jessica Dozier, thank you for becoming unofficial chunky. (laughs) 
It sucks that she had to hashtag it to become an official Chunky, but I guess nobody's grandfathered in. That's it's true. It's a fair and equal world. Our final shout out goes to Reed Towns. Thank you so much for watching. We appreciate it and we love you. Thank you. Mm. For two chunks and a hunk. I'm Jordan Wonders. I'm Doge. And I'm David. Happy Halloween. Bye! <laughs> Have a spooky day today. You're gonna be spooked out. It's more like Wonder Woman. <laughs> Happy Halloween, dear woman. <laughs> <laughs>The show just ended, so if you're still listening, thanks so much. But also, why are you still here? <laughs> it's over. Go home. But while we have you here, if you want to shout out our next episode, then post about us on social media, hashtag official chunky. That's C-H-U-N-K-Y. And with this knowledge, you, you too can, can fly. fly. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.